Going Linux, episode 434. Welcome to Linux, part 6, Accessibility Software. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinks at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889. In today's episode, welcome to Linux, starting your adventure, part six, accessibility software. Hello, Bill. Hey, Larry. Long time What's, no record. <laughs> that's that's true. So, we always start with a re- weather report. What's your weather? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it is uh, winter here in North America. So, yeah, it'll be cold wherever you are. Uh, cold is relative uh, cold. Yeah, well, it was um, 16 this morning. And now we're okay. up to a balmy 32. Okay, so that's Fahrenheit, because 16 would have been, yeah, you know, like 60-ish yeah. <laughs> if it was Celsius. So, yeah. Yes. Somehow I think California was a little bit warmer. Uh, Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, well, overnight it gets really uh, down in there. I think it was like 32 or something mm-hmm. uh, overnight, and... Right now, it's it's typical winter weather here in California. It's windy and rainy, and so even though it may be, what, in the 50s or 60s, it feels like it's really, really cold, <laughs> just because you get soaking wet, and then you feel the wind, and that just takes all the heat out of your body. Yeah, well. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's easier to take than bone-chilling cold and uh, and snow and ice and slush and all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, I know it's uh, we're, it's coming into the the holiday season, so I guess it's about that time to break up the hot chocolate and everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So, well, we got the weather report out of the way. Shall yeah. we start our episode? <laughs> so, I thought we should go over the accessibility software that Ubuntu Mate has and how to use it. Accessibility software. Um, can help everybody to use a computer and use it to get things done all without breaking the bank Uh, again uh, we are using Larry's excellent book uh, as most of this comes almost verbatim from Larry's hard work but uh, we do there are some updates and stuff and I was shocked when I was doing some research on the uh, how expensive some of this stuff is Yeah, yeah, it can be very, very expensive. And we have to say that although accessibility software is meant for people with disabilities, uh, that's what it's designed to help folks with, um, it can often be used by people who don't have mobility issues or visual issues or hearing issues. Um, simply to augment some of the work that you may be doing using your computer day to day. For example, um, with a, a tablet PC, 
Uh, now, now that I have one, uh, I can say that software like the on-screen keyboard is something that you will want to use um, for ensuring that as you are using your computer in tablet mode, or if it is something like a Surface that has a detachable keyboard, then uh, you'll want to use the on-screen keyboard so that you can actually enter characters and digits and so on in without the use of a keyboard. So, yeah, oftentimes accessibility software goes overlooked by people without disabilities, but sometimes it can be very helpful. Things like screen readers. You can have uh, the uh, computer read you an article or read you a book as opposed to having to spend the time to sit there. You can be doing something else while you're listening to the book. May not be the most melodious voice in the world, but <laughs> hey. at least you can you can have the computer do the work. Yeah, the, you know, I actually use uh, yeah, I believe it's called Bagness. When I'm working on a picture or, an, or a drawing, I want to see something up close. I'll use that. Yeah, that's in mm-hmm. uh, Mate. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah, uh, very uh, very useful tool for sure. Okay, so moving on to our description of some of this software, we're not going to be exhaustive in our treatment here, but we will at least touch on some of the more significant accessibility software and feel free to explore your own Linux distributions offerings when it comes to accessibility software. One thing I will say that the examples that we're using are from Ubuntu Mate, but most, if not all, Linux distributions provide uh, accessibility software, some out of the box, some within their software repositories, and others, you can get those packages from other repositories and install them. So I think that just about any Linux distribution can provide you with accessibility software and uh, all for free. If that's what that's you all choose to do. For cost. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I did want to say one thing about uh, the software. I did um, pull up my other machine, and you can find most of the software. You can find it all actually in the repositories. The one, the one reason we use Mate and recommend it so much is that the the team there has really worked hard to get a lot of this where it's you don't have to set it up or you know from the very beginning they got it where it will start for you so they've worked hard to integrate this into their distribution yes absolutely um and even though it may not be set up to work on boot for your particular linux distribution oftentimes it's just a matter of hitting the appropriate key or key combination to start it working like the screen reader. I think it's, uh, alt super key and the letter S, uh, and you can get the screen reader to start working, um, at least on the Ubuntu based distributions. So there you go. Uh, and speaking of screen readers, there are commercial products from various companies. One of the best known is JAWS from Freedom Scientific. Uh, and don't let the word freedom in their name <laughs> imply that this is free software because it's not. They also have screen magnifying software called Zoom Text. 
and they are licensed software. And the home version will set you back about $200 a year unless you uh, have some assistance to help you out with there. And then you're um, relying on your insurance or whatever the benefits are that provide you with compensation for this kind of thing. Um, so $200 a year. And this is for the home version and not for commercial use. So if you actually want to use it in your job, uh, and that would be uh, classified as a commercial setting, you have to pay for that version every time. <laughs> right? Yeah. The, the, um, as we'll discuss a little later, their pricing is all over the place. But, um, you know, uh, I know I went to their site and it's, it is about $20 a year. That's if you can get, uh, if you can't get any of, uh, some of the states will have like the, 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 the blind commission or whatever they call it in your state that, uh, the school of the blind, they sometimes they, they will get bulk, um, licenses and will, give it to people that need it but mm. it's still uh, you can't just take your computer who which has jaws on it and say you're going to start a, a little commercial endeavor uh and be, you you would be in violation of the eula mm-hmm. um and user license agreement for those yeah, who don't know what eula means it's just um to me it's it, 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 i understand they're a company that gotta make money but some of these prices, as you'll find out in just a minute, is absolutely crazy. Um, they have different bundles and stuff. I put their link to their page in the uh, show notes, so you can kind of look and see if you know it, it's it's all really strange um, as far as their pricing and stuff. And a lot of this is just basic uh tools to get things done mm-hmm. yeah first you have to buy the computer unless the the commission will uh gives you one but most of the time they'll pay for the software but so you have to we'll just use uh windows you have to buy a computer with windows or and so you're under that eula then you have to get the software uh, so you can actually use Windows. Now, Windows does have some accessibility features built in, but it's, you know, which one are you going to use? You know, it's it, it's not a, a nice, cohesive um, ecosystem. You know, it's, it's, you always have to have this program to do this, and this only works, it works okay, but this one works better. You know, it's, what's the average computer running now, Larry? About About 1200 bucks. For a decent one? Uh, yeah, for one that has some significant specs to it. And I'm imagining JAWS and these uh, accessibility software require some decent specifications. Yeah. Um, I think you can probably get uh, a computer that will run these for uh, – they'll definitely be over $500. You're not going to okay. run this on a $100 Chromebook. But maybe for – Seven, eight hundred dollars, especially if you're buying one on sale somewhere. Um, you might be able to get a thousand dollar laptop for, you know, eight hundred dollars. Uh, okay. if, if there's a significant sale on. So here's an example just to make you sit up and take notice. Then, so 
they have a product called Fusion Professional Perpetual License. Oh, this is Freedom Scientific offering this again? Yes. Okay. And what this, it has JAWS and uh, uh, the Zoom text, and uh, there's different options for text-to-speech. It's You'll see if you ever go look at this, the website. You know, it's like, okay. So what do you think that perpetual license will set you back? Uh, you know, I, I see it written in the show notes, so that's yeah. not a fair question to me. But uh, <laughs> if, I, if I were guessing on my own, I've seen some of the pricing before. Oh, so okay. what you're about to tell us doesn't hit me by surprise, but it might to some of our listeners. So... How much does it cost for a perpetual license? $2,240. Okay. Are there any add-on licenses for renewing every year? Do you know? Um, yeah, I, I, I dug through their EULA a little bit, and here's where it gets I think it gets a little uh, murky. I don't know how they do it, because I don't have the software. Perpetual licenses for... That product and its uh, upgrades. Uh-huh. So if they happen to fundamentally change the product, then that product's no longer supported. Therefore, your perpetual license is done. Yeah. Or you have to use the old. You have to use the old software. So as we know that if things aren't updated... uh, with as new hardware comes along and stuff, or as something comes to the end of its product life, what do you have mm-hmm. to do? You're going to have to look at purchasing something. Another license. Else, yeah. Another license. Now, and if the new version of the software requires additional specifications for your computer in order to run it, you may have to buy another computer. Now, I, I, I think they will let you, uh, be all in fairness, I do believe they'll let you. Uh, put it up to on to three computers, but okay. um, they'll probably if your computer dies, I'm sure that you can transfer the license. I don't know. I've heard different stories. You know, just kind of uh, looking through the inner tubes, as we like to say, and um, so that it's all it's all up in the air. I mean, I, I'm not an expert. I was just. When I saw that two thousand two hundred and forty bucks for a piece of software that would help someone with uh, you know uh, accessibility issues, I thought that was just that's a that's a lot of money. Yeah, um, that's especially in today's advantage climate. of the individuals uh, or taking advantage of the government funding for individuals with disabilities. Yeah. But the funny thing is the pricing is all over the place. Some of it is yearly, some of it is perpetual, and some is a non-recurring, but you have to buy three years. It's all over the place. It's, uh, you know, their, their fee schedule. They also sell hardware and stuff. And, um, and it's just all over the place. And I was like, uh, I'm getting a headache trying to decide that. If you can't get any help, to bring that cost down, what are your options? Not getting it or spending the money? You know, right now it's things are so uh, expensive right now, and you know, I, there's got to be a better way to do this. Uh, I, I've actually seen people that really need 
accessibility, whether it's uh, motor skills or uh, reading or listening or, their, or for auditory issues. So it's kind of, you know, it, there's a big divide and we need to make sure that people that have challenges have the same opportunities we do. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, neither one of us, uh, fortunately, has the need to use and rely on accessibility software on a regular basis. Uh, so neither one of us actually has experienced some of this. And as you noted, Bill, some of what the research you've done on this has been a little unclear at best, confusing. Um, and so if any of you out in our audience have personal experience with this and can correct anything we've gotten wrong or clarify some of the confusion that we are seeing, um, we'd appreciate you writing in by email or sending us a voicemail uh, or recording some audio so that we can play it on the show and set us straight and provide us some additional information so that we can be a little bit more accurate in how we're portraying something that we don't use on a regular basis. So, And also, if you know uh, any tips, tricks that we can help pass on to. Yes, absolutely. Very important. We're not we're not experts, but I, when I was looking through this, I was like, "This gives me a headache. How would you, you know? How would you afford something like this? Uh, do do you directly buy it and get reimbursed, or is there? I know that this uh, we call them the School of the Blind or Department for uh, for the the blind um, for just the people that can't see or low, very low vision." And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, do they help you with that? Um, you know, it, if there is a lot of questions on how can uh, these applications be gotten for people who need it uh, without breaking the bank or, you know, you know, is there a process? Can you, anything you can share with us, we will pass it on and feel free to correct us for anything we've messed up. Yes. Uh, it's kind of a oversight a little bit on our part is that we don't usually talk a lot about accessibility. And, yes. you know, users uh, come in all shapes, sizes, forms, and intelligence when it comes to me. So we want to make sure that we cover this topic um, to let you know that, you know, if you are having issues and you can't afford to sell for you don't have you only have an older computer whatever it may be that there are some options that uh, are out there in the open source okay so we've we've kind of framed the problem using uh, screen reader software as the example so let's go back we've been um referring to accessibility software which may be an unusual term for some people uh, it's also referred to as assistive technology or universal access. When it comes to Linux distributions, they may use any of those three terms to represent what we're going to continue to refer to as accessibility software in general. And it's a key priority, as you mentioned, Bill, for Ubuntu Mate and for the Mate, the, the desktop environment project as well. 
when computer access is shared within a household or within a business or where individual needs differ from person to person, it can become very important. Uh, and Ubuntu Mate is an excellent solution. Um, and Linux in general is as well because it's designed as a multi-user platform for running your computer. So if, in the case of Ubuntu Mate, preference settings for the basic accessibility features are found in the control center. And you find it in the main menu. You go to the menu icon, select control center, and then assistive technology. From there, you can check the box to enable the assistive applications, uh, change which visual and mobile applications are used by default, and even change whether they're started automatically when your computer starts up. And as we've mentioned, the accessibility software that is provided as a screen reader is active even when you first boot your computer with Ubuntu Mate, uh, depending on which release it is. Sometimes I've seen it initially active right out of the box, and if you don't need it, you turn it off. And in other cases, you press the Alt Super S key combination and it starts reading your screen so that you can log in with assistive technology. Uh, and once you have enabled any of the software that you need in the way I just described, you can also modify things like your keyboard. If you have mobility issues, there are settings for sticky keys, slow keys, and bounce keys for the keyboard. And for the mouse, you can set locate pointer, mouse acceleration, mouse sensitivity, drag and drop settings, double click timeout settings, and other things related to accessibility for mobility issues around keyboards and mice. You can even enable an on-screen keyboard, as we mentioned before, if you need that. Ubuntu Mate has many keyboard shortcuts that, by pressing a combination of keys, help you to do things that normally require a mouse, keyboard, or other input device. That might also require uh, sight or muscular range of motion not possible for some computer users who require accessibility. Uh, whether, you know, you might have, you know, uh, We'll just use, I have, I have a friend who has Parkinson's who has a hard time with the mouse. So being yes. able to set it to uh, where it's not quite as sensitive in certain things helps a lot because of hand, the hands. Um, the uh, I have another friend who is not blind but is low vision and uh, they magnify or is uh, you know essential when he wants to read uh emails so you know there's you know different people use it for different things um uh, but it's nice that they they their tools there to help you get things done and uh you don't have to constantly rely on somebody to read it to you or so you know it just depends on what what's going on there's all kinds of uh, situations where adjusting uh, like for sticky keys or slow keys or bounce keys um, or even pointer acceleration I don't know have you ever played with a pointer acceleration you can really make it go really fast or you can make it go yeah. really slow 
I and have. So, <laughs> so I actually had it so high one time I couldn't even see it. So you can make pointers bigger, and that might seem like a small things, but using it, it helps improve the quality of life and, uh, you know, makes it easier to actually use the machine. Yeah, getting your computer to do what you want it to do rather than you having to adapt what you're doing to accommodate what the computer is willing to do for you. One last thing that you might think, well, you know, I don't have any of that, but, well, you might, certain colors or make it harder for you to read. Well, that's why you can change stuff so you can actually read it. And, I mean, that's accessibility. I mean, there's some people that can't see reds or blues or greens. or So it's important that you can change the system to what works for you. Exactly. And many of these adjustments are in that control center in Ubuntu Mate or any computer with the Mate desktop environment. And it's available in GNOME settings and other things as well. So uh, many of those for visual adaptation can be found under appearance. Um, uh, you don't have to go into the uh, accessibility settings to get that. Other things like keyboard shortcuts set up to make it easy to do things with key combinations uh, as opposed to using a mouse and, uh, and use the keyboard instead uh, are provided out of the box with Ubuntu Mate. Uh, as, and as we've mentioned with Ubuntu Mate, it's, uh, when you first install it, it's pre-configured with both the screen reader, which is named Orca, and the on-screen keyboard, which is named OnBoard. Um, though, so those are already pre-installed and ready to use, and they're just a key combination away. So all you need to do is press the appropriate keyboard shortcut, and that will turn the feature on. It will, in most cases, turn the feature off again if you hit that same keyboard shortcut, so it's kind of a toggle, if you will. And if you want to use those features at the login screen before Ubuntu Mate even starts, there is an accessibility icon in the upper right of the screen that lets you toggle on and off Orca and Onboard and use the tab key to navigate to various places on the screen if you can't see what you're doing. Uh, and uh, toggling on and off those uh, those features using the keyboard shortcuts is oftentimes the more appropriate way to do it. So the keyboard shortcut for Orca, the screen reader, is Alt, Super Key, S. And with the keyboard, it's Alt, Super Key, K. Those are some of the ways you can begin using accessibility software even before booting into the operating system. Uh, the Orca screen reader is is a free and open source, flexible and extensible screen reader that provides you with access to the graphical desktop via user customizable combinations of speech and braille. It is already pre-installed in Ubuntu Mate for blind and low vision users. At the login screen and after Ubuntu Mate starts, you toggle the screen reader off and on by using the alt plus super uh, key uh, with other distributions getting orca to work can be tricky 
sometimes yeah, there is documentation uh, on their website um, with Ubuntu Mate all of it set up is done for you. It also works nicely with pretty much all the pre-installed software including LibreOffice Suite and the Firefox web browser. Uh, for complete information on you how to configure this thing um, if you have a different Linux distribution it, you can go to uh, the link in the show notes is help.gnome.org slash users slash orca slash stable. What's nice uh, about Ubuntu Mate that I want to give the team a call out for, Larry, is that they actually tried to make as much of the software that's pre-installed work with Orca. Uh, so that that is nice. That takes some extra work. It does. It does. And some of that extra work comes from the Mate desktop environment team. Some comes from Gnome team. Some comes from the Ubuntu team. And some comes from Ubuntu Mate. So this is definitely a collaborative work of many teams working together to get this done for the greater good, which is kind of the philosophy of open source software, right? Yeah, there's also another group of people. I can't remember what their names are, but they are actually trying to work on improving the voices so it sounds more natural. Yeah. So there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are working on different parts of of all this assistive software, and uh, they all should be giving just massive kudos for everything that they're trying to do and and uh, bridging that technology divide. Right. Okay, let's dig into another utility that is um, helpful for people who may have some mobility issues or other issues, and that is Onboard, the on-screen keyboard. Onboard is pre-installed in Ubuntu Mate, as we've mentioned, and is available at the press of a few keys. Uh, for anyone requiring the use of an on-screen keyboard in place of a traditional hardware keyboard. In addition to supporting mobility-impaired users, Onboard provides support for tablet and touchscreen computers to turn Onboard off or on again from the hardware keyboard. You press Alt-Super-K. You can also enable Onboard so that it is available on-screen right at startup. And you do that by opening the Assistive Technologies Preference Tool in the control center, then go to assistive technology, check the box labeled enable assistive technologies, click the preferred application button and select accessibility tab. And finally check the box labeled run at startup and click close. So it's a few menus deep, but you can get there. And hopefully with this description and the description that we provide in the book, you'll be able to find that fairly easily. As with most of the assistive technology, it's available from the control center. The onboard is really, uh, I've used that a few times. That's kind of handy. I know you mm -hmm. were just talking about using it on your touch, uh, your touch screen. Uh, yes. So it's not just for, uh, uh, people that have issues sometimes it's just really easy just to click on board uh, let's talk about another application that the one I actually use uh, occasionally 
it is for low vision users. If you are a low vision user and you require screen magnification, Magnus is what's the magnification tool's name, and it's found in the Ubuntu Mate menus at Menu, Universal Access, Magnus. And it's a just very it's a very simple desktop magnifier you can use. It shows the area where the mouse pointer is in a separate window. Uh, you can select the level of magnification that works for you between two, three, four, and five times. The screen magnifier is also useful for graphic design or detail work, and that's what I've used it for. To turn it off or on, the screen magnifier is, you press Alt-Super-M. I've got to uh, start memorizing some of these shortcuts because I still use the uh, the mouse to, to select it. Uh, yeah, another nice thing is you can make the window for Magnus as large or as small as you need it to be, uh, covering as much or as little of the uh, screen as you need it to in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And the very... Uh, helpful thing here is you can make the magnify magnification as much as you want up to five times the the screen's resolution so very very helpful so the control center provides preferences for mouse and keyboard that offer settings that will be of interest to users with mobility impairments in addition to the ones we've talked about keyboard preferences provides several tabs uh, of settings that allow you to adjust the following. Keyboard navigation. Use applications and the desktop without a mouse. Turn on, as we've mentioned before, bounce keys, which ignore quickly repeated key presses of the same key. Slow keys. And it allows you to have a delay between a key being pressed and that letter appearing on the screen. Turning on sticky keys allows you to type keyboard shortcuts one at a time rather than having to hold down all of the keys at once. So when you're doing uh, Alt-Super-M, in that case with sticky keys, you would press the Alt key, then the, the Super key, then the M key, and that would give you the sh keyboard shortcut without having to press them all simultaneously. Uh, is there an option for uh, don't delete your operating system in there somewhere? Uh, no, not uh. that I've seen. I mean, it'll give you a warning. But other than <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, if you ignore, if you choose to ignore the warning, it's on you. Yeah, well, who reads warnings? But, uh, <laughs> so there is another open source project that I'd like to give a shout out to, and it's called Open dyslexic I can't even say the word barely dyslexic okay if I'm mispronouncing it guys I'm sorry uh, but open uh, dyslexic you say that Larry open dyslexic now I'm having trouble <laughs> open dyslexic open dyslexic uh, is a free uh, type typeface font designed to mitigate some of the reading areas called by dyslexia. I'm sorry, I missed, I'm sorry guys. Um, you can download it for all operating systems, for Windows, uh, OS X, Linux, and even Android. 
I don't know anybody that has dyslexia. I think that's how you say it. Um, but I know it's an issue in some schools and stuff. So I feel, you know, I feel strongly that that should be, um, mentioned here, especially if you have those challenges. Um, I, I want computing, computing and computers, uh, to be accessible to everybody, no matter who you are. Uh, accessibility is important. And I hope uh, that some of this information is helpful. If if uh, you already knew about it, sorry, but there's, someone might not know about it, that there is free um, applications that can help. Yes, and we've only touched on the surface of some of the more significant ones uh, here. But there are things like changing the font size so that your entire computer operating system has larger or smaller fonts, depending on what you need. Uh, sound volume enhancements, if that's what you need. Changing the contrast or the colors, if, if that's helpful to you. All of those are available, um, not necessarily within the accessibility settings either they can be in appearance they can be in sound and and uh media uh, so just look around you'll find a lot of different utilities and settings that can be used to enhance uh your computing experience if you have any sort of need for assistive technology in any way and if you have a need uh, or are looking for uh, software to help with a certain challenge that you're having, the Ubuntu Mate forums are a great place to ask uh, if there's something. Someone might know of a, an application or its name because <laughs> sometimes you know, you'll never guess the name. So uh, there's always people there that would help you. Um, as general, um, if you any of the Ubuntu forums is a pretty good place to uh, ask if you're looking for a specific application. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's an excellent resource. Uh, and as far as discovering things in the Ubuntu Mate menu and some of the other uh, distributions menus that I've seen, if you tap the menu key in Ubuntu Mate's case, it's the super key. Uh, or just click the mouse on menu and then start typing. If not, if you don't know the name of the application, just begin to type what you're looking for. So, for example, if you are looking for a text editor uh, and you don't remember that Ubuntu Mate calls theirs Pluma as opposed to simply text editor, if you type text or text edit in the menus, you'll get Pluma and LibreOffice Writer uh, by default, unless you've added something else to your applications. Uh, and so in many cases, you can type for what the, the function that you're looking for, even if you don't know the name, and it'll give you some options there in the menu. Multiple ways to find what you're looking for. Yeah. But if you need help, the forums are always a good uh, good place to go, the community in general. Yes. And I think that's it for our episode here, highlighting some of the accessibility features of Ubuntu Mate. Our next episode will be listener feedback. 
Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get that computer out of the way so you can get those things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.